0: Welcome to -to Direct-to-Video, DVD Extras, a podcast between podcasts where we talk about whatever we want. Now, where's the button on this thing?
1: But the reason I'm bringing this up is because you, I didn't, I haven't listened to, I didn't listen to the recording, um, but I do want you to bring up the point that you made uh, about the Dark Knight video that you watched that I had retweeted a while back.
0: Oh, so you didn't listen to that recording. Did you hear me the first time? Because... I did
1: not. I lost the whole thing.
0: Okay, well, here's, here was my issue. M- old Mikey, Movies with Mikey, said uh, The Dark Knight is his favorite movie. It's one of the best movies ever made. hmm And he spent a long time talking about how the Joker is really the hero more than Batman, and how he's much more relatable, and stuff like this, and how Keith Letter Keith Lever... Lother- Keith Ledger, and how Heath Ledger is really good in his portrayal of not only an insane character, but a character who you want to um, know more about. Mm -hmm. And I watched this, and I thought, wow, this movie is very overrated. Because, (laughs) personally, I feel like. Now, you could say. I feel like if the whole movie had... The way it was presented, it felt to me like the whole movie was saved by the fact that Heath Ledger was... I think you can probably make an argument for the greatest Joker we've seen on screen. Easily. Yeah.
1: Un- unfortunately,
0: but... Since, since he was such a good Joker, that movie was saved despite the fact... That none of the heroes are likable or relatable, and I well, think I honestly think they were supposed to be, and they just did not come across. As well, have such. you
1: have you watched Batman Begins? Yes. Okay, it so Batman...
0: it has been a while, and actually, one of my main problems with the second movie is that he saves the Joker from falling off a cliff after he didn't save Rachel Gould.
1: Okay, so. Raish Al Ghul, which in the movie it's pronounced Raz Al Ghul,
0: but that's not that's not how you fucking say it.
1: In the movie, it's Raz Al Ghul. Okay. Because fucking I don't know.
0: Because Hollywood.
1: Yeah. So not? um, so so in Batman Begins versus like even in Batman Begins, um, Batman. Is not you can't I cannot as like as an audience member, I don't relate to Batman. But that's I the relate thing. I relate to I relate a little bit to Bruce Wayne, but once once Bruce Wayne makes the makes the turn from being Bruce Wayne to being Batman, um which he doesn't do until almost the end of Batman begins.
0: Really? God, it's well, so yeah. long since we've seen that movie.
1: I, I just rewatched Batman Begins in The Dark Knight, like not two days ago.
0: I am not. I have no interest in doing that. I thought that those movies were almost. I understand why people wanted a darker, grittier Batman than what we usually got. Um, I think those take it to an almost comical level. Well, so it gets where it gets kind of stupid. But that's. That, I mean, that might just that might just be me. I had. Once again the same problem with Daredevil where it started off really dark and I thought well you can't just tell me it's this dark this early you can't just tell me those are the consequences we have and that's it I felt like I felt like most of most of Batman was unearned although I will say that in The Dark Knight everything felt more earned because of Heath Ledger
1: So you I hmm, I I'm I'm trying to figure out how to say this I think it's i think it's one thing to to say that a movie uh, a movie's portrayal of a character mm-hmm. isn't yours and and i can see how how a lot of how a lot of the actions that batman takes in batman begins aren't uh if they're not if they're not what you want out of the character could be very jarring because that happened to me when well, i watched batman v superman, you, superman it really is. where and
0: I'm sure. I'm sure you have the same feelings. Most of what he does is not actually heroic. Yeah, they go to all the trouble of making it seem realistic that what he becomes is something short, something just short of a serial killer. Because the thing is, Madman, uh, Madman, holy Christ, Batman is Mad supposed man. to be M- Batman is supposed to be the one sane guy. You know or or you could argue the one guy who goes crazy enough to deal with the real crazies but he comes across as much more broken than any of the people he fights and it's it makes him less heroic to me i don't know
1: i think and i think that's that's un- that's understandable but to me it, it kind of it makes his crusade seem all the more well-intentioned but selfish which which i think is the point of nolan's christopher nolan's batman trilogy is that like is that at the end of the day bruce wayne's intentions as good as they are will always be marred by the fact that the reason he started doing this was for the most selfish reason possible and that he was one and he was and that he was one step short of of handling that selfishness in a way that would have made him one of the biggest criminals in gotham city
0: well he fucking he did hack into everybody's cell phones in the second movie yeah and did not bat an eye about the fact that that is crazy illegal yep um like way way more illegal than most of the stuff that's been going on in the city barring murder
1: yeah well, and that's, that's kind of, that's kind of the gist of the movie is that by the, by the end of the dark night, like Batman, Batman essentially quits. You don't, yeah. you don't, you don't really get the full effect of this cause you haven't seen the third movie.
0: Again, I saw no reason to,
1: but you, that you get the idea at the end of the dark night that he, he's going to take the fall for the murder of this, uh, public figure uh-huh. and then disappear. Sure. And he has to disappear because the entire in the entirety of the Dark Knight, he es- the he he escalates the situation to a point where he realizes that he is in the wrong, mm-hmm. and he has to back down. That he's not he's not worthy of the mantle that he has given himself. And the Dark Knight Rises has him realizing that even if he's not the best, even though he he's not the best person to be the hero of Gotham City, he still has to do something about it because he created that responsibility for himself and now he has to own up to those consequences
0: hmm.
1: so so the first movie is him trying is him trying to be the bigger person the second movie is him realizing how how far he would have to go and how unwilling he is to go that far all the time and the third movie is him um, kind of accepting the fact that he has to be that hero it's it's a great
0: well, I guess
1: character arc for Batman, but
0: I guess at the end of the day, um, it's never how I've seen Batman. Yeah, it's and it's not, and I I can't visualize a Batman like that because we know that he is one of the smartest people ever. He's the greatest. He's the world's greatest detective. He knows all these martial arts, he knows medical science and all this junk. Yeah. 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 And he still makes decisions that are staggeringly stupid.
1: I've always seen I've always seen Batman. Well I guess
0: I guess even if you call it this one decision that's staggeringly stupid. <laughs> it is so staggering.
1: Yeah, the you I honestly, if you didn't like the first two movies, the thir- the third movie, which is the weakest of the films Like, but by far, Um, there are a lot of a lot of things that happen at the beginning of the movie. And I think I think a lot of those decisions were because of the fact that Heath Ledger died so soon after the the uh, the production of The Dark Knight that they had to really quickly rewrite the beginning of this movie to make it make more sense. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Having lost access to this character. But. Yeah, a lot of staggeringly stupid decisions happen at the beginning of The Dark Knight Rises. And I think I think Christopher Nolan's intent with his Dark Knight trilogy was portraying Batman was portraying Batman as Batman the person, not Batman the hero. Um
0: And I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with a with a flawed Batman. I'm okay with um heck, I'm okay with a movie about Bruce Wayne where you might not even ever see Batman.
1: Oh, that'd be fun because
0: that's that's not the person that Bruce Wayne is, quote unquote. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, I don't like the way that he made that person. That's, that's just, I mean, and that's understandable. It might just be me. Yeah.
1: Have you have you watched Batman be Superman?
0: <laughs> no, I'm I'm not a masochist. Okay,
1: so because <laughs> I I, watch, I I watched that movie in the theater, and and to an extent, I've still not gotten over that experience, but.
0: We have we have talked about how I don't remember what episode it was. We have talked about how every day you get over another minute of that movie.
1: Yeah, and Batman murders. Like on-screen kills three people.
0: Yeah, I read about that and he's got one rule and the one rule is no killing.
1: My one rule. Wow. So it's uh it's so there I think, okay, so there's, I have read Batman comics in which Batman kills people.
0: Mm-hmm. That's always a big deal, though, isn't it?
1: No, there there are some Batman comics in which Batman just kills people. Like, uh, they exist. Um, huh.
0: Okay. And,
1: and they're usually set as kind of like alternate universe stories or what-if stories.
0: Oh, Right, and the one isn't the isn't the story that Batman v Superman is based off of an alternate universe story.
1: Uh, yeah, it's it's partially based off of Frank Miller's The Dark Knight, which
0: I don't actually like Frank Miller.
1: I don't though. either. I think he's a piece of shit human being. But The Dark Knight is fine, um, for a piece of comic that came out in the eighties. Like it has all the problems that those comics uh, back then had. Um, in terms of like you know the portrayal of portrayal of uh, women and violence and minorities and all that stuff.
0: Cool. That sounds like a that sounds like a lot of fun.
1: It's not. Um, I actually I own the comic. <laughs> I own the yeah. comic because it's the one thing Frank Miller has done that I genuinely like reading. Um, but it's oh. I I will never reread it. I just want to own it because it's it's kind of I just
0: want to own it <laughs> so no one else can. Read
1: it. <laughs> it's it's one of those comics that as a as a fan of Batman is worth reading so that you can understand like this is this comic book is is why is is why people think of Batman as being dark is because of that comic book. Mm. it It started the entire convention that Batman has to be this dark, alone, aloof guy. like it, it because before Frank Miller, Batman was still uh, Batman's comics focused as much on Bruce Wayne as a person as they did on Batman. Mm-hmm. And Frank Miller kind of started this idea of Batman of Bruce Wayne being kind of slaven to his Batman identity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the my biggest issue with Batman v Superman is if you're going to if you're going to have a Batman that kills people with mm-hmm. with, at, with at one point with a gun if you're going to have that character
0: <laughs> oh come on
1: yeah no I know like he <laughs> it, it's not <laughs> I know. Right? So so it's you you have to deal with the fact you have to you have to deal with the fact that there is this culture like you have this cultural pop icon that everyone everyone knows three things about Batman. He's world's greatest detective, he doesn't kill and he doesn't use guns. If you're going to take over things dead parents. If you're going to okay. take if you're going to if you're going to take away two of those rules and 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 you're going to have a Batman that uses guns and kills people. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. If you're going to do that to this character, you need to you need to do that at the beginning of your movie. You need to establish that in, like, the first th- ten minutes of a movie when the audience is open to you molding this world however you want. You can do that in the first ten minutes of a movie. If, if in the first ten minutes of Batman v Superman they establish that this is a Bruce Wayne who is not only okay with killing people with guns, but is okay with just killing people... Sorry, I said that backwards... Is not only just okay with killing people, but is okay with killing them with guns. guns. You have to do that really early on, and you have to make it, and you have to make it a persistent part of that character. Because every second that Batman didn't kill people with guns in this movie was a second that my belief that Batman as a character as a person who didn't do those things got stronger. Mm-hmm. So it happening, and it got it happened so late in the movie, him killing people with guns, that. It comes as kind of a gut punch when all of a sudden you have to throw everything you know about any of this movie out the window. Hmm. And there's no way around that. And like like I said, I've read comic books where Batman kills people with guns, but it's, it's, it's a persistent part of his character in those stories That's it's constantly talked about. But in this movie, it just happens. And like Superman snapping the neck of a supervillain, you can't just do that.
0: Here's the thing. Heroes are supposed to be heroic. That's like the one rule. And they have to follow society's idea of what a hero is. And as a general rule, heroes don't snap the necks of people. That's that's just that's so brutal.
1: If you're going to if you're going to establish a character as being an anti-hero, mm-hmm. which
0: I don't I don't think I don't think Superman can be an anti hero. I don't think because he's the first superhero. It that's so much weight to try to say also oh, he has a dark side just like pushing that into it.
1: But that's what know? the but that's what Man of Steel did and that that will always forever be my like my one big I'm sorry but fuck you. No, you can't do that to Superman. Like mm-hmm. but here my right now like Regardless of, like, all of the poor editing, the bad action sequences, the bad acting, the weird line deliveries of all all the problems with Zack Snyder's DC movies. Throwing all that aside, Zack Snyder has a problem where he has an anti-hero in Superman. And then he tries to bring Batman into the picture. and, And Batman's, like... Batman's whole relationship with Superman is the fact that Superman is a public figure and Batman is a public menace. Hmm. Like, the whole, their whole relationship is based upon the fact that these two respect each other's ways of dealing with crime, but also, like, cannot understand how the other does their job. It's what makes them good friends. And he he completely destroys any possibility of relationship that these two characters can have in in a single moment of this film when i
0: didn't didn't hear that you cut out for a second he destroys in a single what
1: in a single moment of this movie he destroys any possibility of these two characters having a modicum of understanding Mm -hmm. because superman lands on the ground and asks batman by by birth name he says bruce to help him Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then bruce wayne shoots superman with dual chain guns like I just there are so many problems with this movie in how they portray like two two characters that have been in the public consciousness for almost eighty years, maybe more.
0: Okay, here's the thing again, I haven't seen this movie. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, what it sounds like to me is it actually took it actually went in the opposite direction of stuff like The Dark Knight, where I feel like they went too dark making um Batman complex. I feel like Uh, batman v superman went too dark in making these these characters less complex it sounds like all they're doing is trying to kill stuff
1: yeah it's pretty much the the idea that you get out of this um the one the one redeeming quality this movie had it didn't even earn because because at one point in the movie wonder woman shows up for for almost no fucking reason
0: okay I saw that in all the trailers, which is literally, like, one trailer that I managed to see five times in other movies.
1: Yeah, they really marketed the shit out of Batman v Superman. And, like, mm-hmm. I've met people who enjoy Batman v Superman. I've met people who enjoy Man of Steel who... They are they are getting something out of these movies, and I desperately want to know what that something is. Because it just... It's... Like, it's so not what I want out of, out of a superhero. Like, even if... And I do... I do appreciate a good, like, dark and gritty superhero movie, but it is so not what I want out of a superhero Mm -hmm. movie that... Do
0: you know what? I think that that's why... um, I honestly think that's why Marvel started getting popular all of the sudden, because they, they decided to break tradition and make a fucking Iron Man movie. And before they did that, nobody remembered who Iron Man was.
1: Yeah, really. So
0: they didn't have as much to live up to. They weren't making another Spider-Man movie, where they had to make Tobey Maguire act like a fucking loon (laughs) for half the movie.
1: God, I love Spider-Man 3 for all the wrong reasons.
0: (laughs) Your history's greatest monster. Um, (laughs) um, So they made an Iron Man movie, and they made a Thor movie, and then they specifically didn't make another Hulk movie, you know? They went for making movies about characters that people did not have hugely strong opinions on until they got enough momentum to finally make a Captain America movie.
1: Which I fucking loved. That Captain America movie was everything I wanted.
0: It's pretty good as a superhero war movie. It seems like it seems like that's what they're going to try to do with Wonder Woman, and I don't know, man.
1: I don't know if they can pull it off. I don't believe that they could pull it off, um... I want it to succeed. Don't have,
0: I, I don't have a lot of faith in them.
1: That my I I have such a I have such a complex relationship right now because I want I want the Wonder Woman movie to be good because fuck I want a good Wonder Woman movie because I just I love Wonder Woman so much. Um, mm-hmm. That's mostly recent, I, like as a as just kind of an as at, like a if if you want to talk about having to fight like anything like anything at all like like. Superman and Batman are already hard enough superheroes to like deal with yes but but Wonder Woman, you have like triple baggage because Wonder Woman isn't just a superhero she's a female superhero, which is al- already you have to fight all of these biases of uh, against women that exist
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: she's a feminist icon and you have to kind of you have to come to terms with that because yes because Wonder Woman is a feminist icon almost almost despite. All, everything that DC's head writers have tried to do. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and on top of both of those things, this movie has to succeed off the heels of Batman v Superman, a movie that, um, has no tone.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to direct-to-video VHS DVD extras. I have been your host, Tony Robusto.
1: I have been your host, Andy Robusto. Luke, I am your daddy, Reyes.
0: Oh, oh. Literally, <laughs> literally, I can't stop myself from doing it anymore. <laughs> but come on,
1: man. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, do not choke. But then I couldn't remember what the third word was. I was like, it's not ambitions. <laughs> Shit. Hurry, come up As- with something else. Aspirations. Aspirations. Um, but Oh oh, man, I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) Just get it out of your system
0: Jesus Okay Um (laughs) You good? I am so sorry That was not the reaction I expected Or wanted Oh
1: man Um uh, As always, you can find us at Direct2.video uh, you can find me on Twitter at royalty underscore Valens. The underscore is important.
0: And, uh, ah, oh, jeez, And you can find me on Twitter at TheaterBets with an E-R. And, uh, while you are on the internet, anywhere on the internet, doesn't matter where, you can leave us a five-star rating and review. Just, um, type that into Google. Type, leave us a five-star rating and review, and presumably something will come up. That's how the internet works.
1: Yeah, iTunes, Google Play, we don't care. Just give us that review.
0: The Google Play, Google Play actually had a weird problem where it was still playing from our SoundCloud one, which only had oh, two episodes shit. on it. Uh, but I fixed it. It all just right, took cool. a
1: while. <laughs> that's good.
0: Oh, and all those links are actually on Direct to Video now. If you want to go over there and just click, you can do that.
1: There you go. Yeah, that's right. Synergy. Yeah, for the first time ever, I would like to thank Lee Rosevier for the theme from Penguins on Parade, off of Music for Podcast Three.
0: Um, sure, Lee Rosevier is a dude. I just looked this up. Male uses mas- uses masculine pronouns. Uh, it's it is a nice theme song, and uh, you can fucking read about that in the description if you're so up on it. If you're
1: so inclined, yeah. Yeah.
0: What are you doing? I'll tell you what I'm doing. I am the ghost of John Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, god damn. Perfect. Snoop Superman. Superman snaps the neck of a supervillain? He
1: does that at the end of Man of Steel.